Welcome to Tarogi Talk, where we attempt to unpack anything and everything Igorot. Whether it's through story or discussion, we hope to increase the awareness of our people and hopefully inspire others to seek out a greater understanding of our culture, just as we are. The following was previously recorded for YouTube, therefore you may find that some episodes are better consumed as video. Check out the links in the description. Regardless, we hope that you all enjoy this episode. So again, welcome everybody to uh, another episode of Tarogi Talk. Uh, this one, I mean, it's not going to be as much of discussion as, as we've been doing previously. Uh, it's going to be more about um, taking a look at some videos that are out there uh, that are on our, you know, our Igorot dances. So um, we're going to, it's going to be a bit of a reaction video. We're going to talk about the dances um, and, and what's, you know, what's just out there for everybody to see. Um, personally, I'm pretty excited about this one, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there's a few videos, um, not too many, so, um, we might as well get started, but, uh, should we do a round of intros again for everybody that hasn't watched this before? Oh, there's a few people watching. That's good. All right. Um, yeah, so yeah, myself, yeah. I'm Gerald Alatin. Uh, I'm part of the Bebuck BC or Bebuck Vancouver group here in Canada. And um, my parents are from Mountain Province, uh, Benguet, and uh, Avayo. Hey. hey there, Jay Watan. I am a priest in the Episcopal Church, a chaplain in the United States Army, um, and I am a member of the BBAC of Northern California. Um, <laughs> my parents are, uh, orig we originate from the Mountain Province. Uh, they settled in uh, San Gabriel, La Union, in the Jaibantay, uh, up in the uh, up in the mountains over there, and so um, that's that's where our family's from. Mark, I'm Jay's brother, so he pretty much explained <laughs> where our parents are from. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I represent. Uh, back of Northern California and also Igorot UK as uh, I used to live in San Francisco but now I reside in London UK Edel Edel Matias from Bebeck BC just like Gerald um, my parents are from uh, Benguet my, my dad's from Bokud and then my mom's from Kabayan so I am full Igoloi Nice. Uh, so first of all, apologies that this is a little late. Um, Filipino time, you know. <laughs> Plus, we're getting older. Uh, we're running into a lot of issues with technology now. So um, again, apologies. Hopefully, we can get it together soon. Uh, I can't do much testing. Uh, I'm still busy throughout the week. So <laughs> uh, thanks for being here. Anyway, I see uh, there's a message here from Kenneth. Hello from San Jose, California. Hey. Hi, Kenneth. That's our um, cousin. And, <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I know, I know uh, there's been issues with my audio, actually, uh, during these live streams. So if you can't hear me, you see my, my lips moving, um, but you can't hear me, let me know, and hopefully I can fix it up. I've changed some settings, so hopefully it's good now. All right, so we might as well get right into it. Um, let's start off with the first video here, huh? Do it. You want to do a little quick disclaimer, though? 
Or do we need to? <laughs> Trigger warnings. <laughs> we... Okay. Uh, so I'll do one. Or you do it. Sh- uh, sh- you can do one. Go ahead. Uh, it was just a basic, like, uh, so that the idea uh, about this is just to kind of look at it, um, look at what other people are doing and kind of look, see it from the lens of us cigarettes from the diaspora. And um, we, we, may, we may make opinions that you may not like, but uh, hopefully you can keep an open mind. Um, and we'll try to keep an open mind as we, uh, as we look at uh, these videos. We don't know what's going to happen. Gerald has um, located and found these videos, so it's going to be honest reactions. Yeah, and I have a feeling um, some of you, if not at least you, Mark, have seen these videos, but pretty sure you have. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> um, But yeah, it's, it's again, uh, these are going to be opinions from us. Um, we, aren't, we aren't here to, like, judge or, or break down uh, or tear down what people are doing necessarily. Um, we just want, uh, you know, our culture represented and at least what we think is uh, the proper way. So if, if anything, there's anything that you disagree with, I mean, let us know. Um, we're definitely open to a discussion around that. So, all right, that's me. Uh, there, one video here. All right. Ooh. All right. Hopefully this works uh, smoothly. uh, yeah exactly all right i hope that is looking good okay i think that's okay needle and i cut off a little bit but that's fine all right you guys ready yes some good looking chiseled men here oh also disclaimers (laughs) this is going to be like half naked men usually in these videos yeah yes if you're not used to it (laughs) <laughs> They're Igorot. <laughs> yeah. But if you're Igorot, you probably are. So. Right. Yeah, it's supposed to be good. Alright, here we go. Here's the first one. Can, can you guys see it? I can't see it. Are we, are we supposed to press it? Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Press it. <laughs> we always have to be screaming, man. <laughs> the 300, I know, right? Now we're doing a haka. No, it looks like a haka. Something haka is doing yeah. something. Why the hell would you drop your shield, man? Why would you drop your shield? Nice take. Oh, that's pretty rough. Oh, that, yeah, well, he got killed for it. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's got the shield. Don't tell me they're going to do the head ripping. They're going to cut his head off. I don't know if there's anything past this. Wow. I think that's it. I haven't seen this video, but I've seen videos very identical to it. <laughs> oh, my lord. Well, let me um, guess. Let me, let me make a guess. This is a PCN video, right? A Filipino Cultural Night video done in a university from a Filipino club? Uh, that I'm not 100% sure. It looks like it. It is yeah. called the Buntok War Dance, is the title of the video. Wow. Wow. Well, it's... Uh, uh, it's in M S M C Pancat Filipinos P A C N. There you go. P A C N. Yeah, it's like a. Filipino American. Filipino American. Yeah. Similar. Yeah. Maybe. Oh yeah, man! I've seen this like time and time again, and. Thoughts. Yeah, and like the universities, uh, well, you know, yeah. they, they always do, they have, the way that they've always done is they have like different suites. So like they'll have the Igorot suite, they'll have the modern dance suite, they'll have the uh, uh, the the barrio suite. So like they'll try to represent different aspects from the Philippines. They have the Moro suite and stuff. And, and um, yeah, it's a model that's taken from some of the old dance troops from the Philippines from a long time ago. And, uh, you know, a lot of these Filipino cultural nights, when it comes to, like, the way they organize it, that's usually what they, what they do, or that's the template. And usually when they mm -hmm. do the, um, what I've seen when they do the Igor dances, yeah, they're always, huh, that's pretty common, like, ah! I'm <laughs> screaming all the time, man. Oh, we nice. are... We don't even live in the damn jungle, man. I mean, come on. We live in the mountains. If anything, we talk kind of slow and cowboyish. You know? I mean, jeez. Uh, the, the guy dropping his shield. Why did he do that, man? <laughs> Maybe it's because it's made out of cardboard. Did anything in that, in that dance remind you of anything from our dance? Of what we do? No, no. Nothing. I mean, definitely the, the, uh, no. the music is... Hmm. No, not the music. The um, maybe their their baja. It's some reminiscent of something southern. Um, the shields were definitely not Igorot. In fact, their spears they remind me more of a Tayaha from the Maori. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, they the were doing kind of a haka. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like haka, right? Yeah, yeah. If you look at their, if you look at the like little tufts at the end where the metal is, that's what a tayaha is. <laughs> Those are, oh. yeah. It's not like it's no. I don't even think it's a Filipino spear at all. I mean, I'm not definitely not a kid. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. If I was a college student, I'd be definitely entertained though. Uh, you know, yeah, so, they're, I mean, they're hot, they're attractive. Well, well that's the thing, it was definitely entertaining <laughs> halfway through. If yeah, you know, it, was it was definitely yeah. entertaining, man. I, I was forgot like, it was oh, supposed man. to be like an Igorot dance, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it like, wasn't cool. Igorot dance, I was like, oh man, that, that looks like fun, man. I'll... Ah! <laughs> I mean, yeah. Does that look like fun? I mean, come on, does, man. Yes. I mean, 
Uh, ah. Sometimes we, uh, I wish we could do that, you know, in our thing. But you know, it's like that's not our way. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> so just just one more thing about this before we move on to the next one. How about the non like? I don't know if they're all Filipino. They could be some other sort of Asian. But how about the non Asians dancing this dance? How do you guys feel about that? Just because was there non Asian? There's some. Yeah, some there's opinions. two Asians. There's some opinions about it. So how do you how do Maybe you guys feel about that? Maybe they're mestizo. you know, I mean, hey, we we have a culture to share, and I think that that's good uh, in terms of like being able to share who we are. I think that you know, there's 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 a lot of things that people will say, but in my opinion, um, our what we have is worth sharing. Um. I mean, it's always awkward because, you know, the, the actual representation, the, the reality is that they might not have an, a local resource wherever they are. They, they might not have any Igor people who might not know anything uh, uh, about it. So they, right. I mean, it's always about the relationships. So if you don't have the local resource or the connections, you just wouldn't know. So you're just going to go and look a, at a bunch of videos and say, hey, which one will get uh, everyone lined up? Everyone always, you know. You notice, like the really gourds are there because you know we all we all got a little bit of uh, extra, you know, uh, baby fat. Some of us, so uh, uh, we... <laughs> you know, so uh, you know, people always have this thing misconception that oh man, you gotta you, you have to look a certain way. But uh, reality is, is that uh, I think it. I mean, to me, it was entertaining, and in, in from just when you just look at the energy point of view. But was it authentic? Uh, did they have the resources? Uh, no, no, they, they didn't. Um, and I, what I would wish is that maybe if we had the opportunity uh, to connect with 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 certain groups, and I think I know I know this has been done. Uh, I've seen this with like the Sumiban girls doing stuff in the places that they are, and they they went and they actually solicited. Uh, I know they solicited Mark for advice and they were doing this when he was in the uk they even borrowed our gongs for this stuff so i mean so uh, there are ways that we can teach but generally people just don't know that we exist we exist or or how to reach out um because uh if, if you look we barely have many online presence anywhere and if it is it's like somewhere in the philippines or it's uh some uh like old website that was made like in the 2000s it, it could also oh. be that they, the people choreographing think that's how the dance is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, it could uh, be that. Too. That's true. They, they, they might think that they don't need uh, extra resources because they think their interpretation of what dance is is something that's on the stage and performed, you know? Because we have a, the way that we see it in our culture, it's communal and it's, it's kind of like, um, it's not really necessarily just performance. This is more like, you know, celebration or, or something dealing with the moment and within the community. And so people will dance. And it's, for, it's to express, uh, you know, wh- whether it's to be to, uh, to support the prayers done beforehand, but also to express joy or pain. Or whatever they're expressing, but it's not necessarily for stage. So 
you know, it, it could be like just the mentality of the people who are kind of making these productions don't feel they have to look for other resources because that's what they know and that's what they feel it mm. is for this. Because that's when, what they I, imagine you know, it is. Yeah, that's what they imagine it is. Then they've interpreted it that way. And I don't mind if they call it like dance, like interpretive dance. But like, uh, you know, like going back to like maybe the non, the we don't know if they're non-Filipino or not. They could be mestizo, mix, or whatever. Um, but let's say they're not, and they're just really interested in Filipino culture, and maybe they got like uh, they got pulled in just because they, they have good-looking bodies or whatever. Because <laughs> I've seen that. Probably I've seen true. that. Oh, they got yeah. a really good friend. He has a good body. Hey, come and do the Filipino dances with us. And he's, and he's really good friends with them. Loves lumpia, and then uh, <laughs> he joins in and. That's all good. It just would be nice if you're going to represent the culture to explain mm-hmm. to them that this is actually more of um, for entertainment or for like uh, interpretive dance. Uh, I think if you chew with, with some participating, that's almost to me like racist, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but I've seen where. I remember back in one of the Padre ones where uh, there were there were non-Filipinos um, Igorot stuff, and I kind of felt like that was kind of off to me. Um, not because they were non-Filipinos, but because to me it felt like what they thought they were dance was, and that's where that's where I don't think it's okay. Not not necessarily okay, but I, I think that's where it's kind of like an issue of when um, it's not an issue of that they're non-Filipino. It's an issue of that the education of what the actual dance is or what right, they interpret right. the dances to be. So it's definitely not yeah, it's, yeah, just don't be racist honestly. <laughs> the world is the way it is right now because it's racist. So don't be like that but definitely educate. Yeah, talk about racist. I just got like the uh the confirmation that we're going to a citywide curfew starting tonight. Oh, wow. 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 Yeah, yeah. San Francisco. Don't be racist. It's like yeah. a double oh, lockdown, everyone. man. You're already on lockdown. You're going on double lockdown. Dude. <laughs> no. It's like, wait a minute. Are we already on lockdown? <laughs> yeah. So just Ken just put out a comment here. It's probably tough as well to get a good group of uh, people to dance. I mean... That's always a. That's true. That's, that's true. always an issue. It's, yeah. it's hard to get people to get together and Even, show up and, and perform and and yeah, just be there. Even so, for oh, that that's true. Even that's for true. our groups, it's hard to get people. Exactly. To dance. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That is tough. Yeah. I mean, like if they're gonna just, do it with the proper way, they gotta learn how to play the gangsa, and that alone takes time. Even before you start moving. Yeah. Exactly. So, so we just made the announcement. And I think this just yeah. goes back to whenever we do our quote-unquote performances. Uh, if we just need to do a better job of uh, educating at the same time, I think. And if yeah. everybody yeah. does that uh, uh, consistently, I think um, you know, I think it'll be for the better. And I, you know, it it always strikes me that uh, like when people make references to southern dances, a lot of times they will find someone. You know, it's almost as if there's a great reverence for the Southern dances and maybe because they're Muslims, uh, where a lot of them are Muslim. Uh, 
but there's there's definitely a certain kind of reverence that people will take towards it. Like they don't want to hack it yeah. a lot of times. Whereas they will hack our stuff like, yeah, that's okay. Those guys are like just it like, doesn't matter, right? Whatever. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. Definitely so that, because that, there's that, not, that's not much that's definitely because there's not much representation for your girls and definitely some voice and mm-hmm. I, I do think that there are some legitimate issues for for non-igrots to look on our culture in a very ignorant way but there's also um the reason why some people see it that way because there's a lot of lack of knowledge so it's like a control it's 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 where people choose to be ignorant and then there's also the fact that there's not much education on it so that's probably why yeah, 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 it's a bunch of In different fact, factors. if you listen to the drumming from that last video, that drumming that you heard in the back is more uh, southern inspired. Southern, yeah, yeah. And even the when I was when I, when I first started see, watching PCNs and before I actually participated um, and led led in the Gurit one, most of the time they used they didn't know any better. They didn't. They they used like just the beating of the uh, the moral the moral gangsa or gong mm-hmm. that, they, that they used. Exactly. But there were, they you're right, Jay. I think in, from what I remember at the time, uh, they most of the folks during my university time they were able to find the resources uh, for the southern dances. Um, you know. And the only reason that they uh, actually did anything during my time I was there is because I made a big hoo-ha about it. <laughs> I, uh, I complained. Hey, man, that's, that doesn't represent my people, you know? Mm-hmm. And then that's when they said, oh, could you teach it? And that's kind of where it all began for me. Right? Just I realized Maybe I had we to should, We should be doing it. that a yeah. bit more. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Like calling, but we did well, have the resources too because we had some of the uh, some of the elders come up. I remember uh, the late Doctor Knapp came and taught some of the folks, um, and then we the had a few thing. others like, uh, oh yeah, yeah, and then uh, I think uh, uh, Uncle Albert Ngaya he he came too to a few of these things to. to oh yeah, just, that was in uh, UC um, Davis or something like that though. Yeah, but we what had a, a, a quite a few of our folks just come in and just uh, like be willing to teach and support what the heck we were doing, which was which was kind of cool. Mm. Mm. All right, shall we go into what do you got one? next? Oh, go into another one. <laughs> well, uh, these next few are going to be from. Um, it looks like from the same event. So there's. There's a few uh, oh, dances boy. that have been performed. <laughs> these ones particularly, uh, I'm pretty sure, Mark, you've seen these already. I'm going to turn it Press down a little bit. Stream. You guys got yeah. it on? Oh, hold on. I'm watching stream right now. Watching stream. <laughs> oh. oh, I've seen this. I, I used to like this video, too. I was like, ooh, this is cool. <laughs> I remember I you specifically, you're like, because uh, I remember sharing it, or I think I shared it to you, uh, Joe. Yeah, and then, that's uh, true. I'm, like, yeah, I remember seeing this uh, before. I don't think it was, yeah, I don't, 
you're like, I don't think this is secret. I'm like, oh, but it's cool. <laughs> yeah, so uh, again, the title, Igorot Dance, Dances of the Cordillera Mountains, Filipino, Philippines Traditional Dance, uh, Cara Saoga, 2017? Cara Saoga. That's a bit more recent than the last one. Canada. Yeah, I think this one's in Toronto, actually. Oh, so it's everybody a big has a festival. festival. Yeah, it's a Filipino yeah. festival, I like one so. of yeah, the it's a um... Filipino festival, probably. Okay, and this is a dance. It's in Ontario. Yeah, it's exactly. a it's like a Filipino festival in Ontario. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. In Mississauga, in Ontario. Ontario. Yeah. In Miss- Mississauga. Ooh. I see the the info gal. Info being screaming. <laughs> no, we had singing bowl. Singing bowl. Girl, this looks familiar. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? There goes that posing I was telling you about. <laughs> mm. I city of Mississauga. Have you ever had porcelain? Maybe that's a Ming vape. <laughs> Have you ever used porcelain bowls? Is, is... That's what I'm, I don't know. Maybe like from China? Or as a. What do they use? Porcelain as an instrument? No, they uh, put the tapoy in. Mm. Sound 
know what's going on here. <laughs> what is this? There's an element of danger. I'm Oh, like, not the savage style now. The jumpy Kalinga fucker. Yeah, I'm doing with Kalinga feet. <laughs> yeah, Kalinga feet with not the savage hand with uh, Ipokal style cloak. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> All right. The beat's catchy. Yeah, they tried their best with the uh, with trying yeah. to imitate a an Ifugao sound at least at th at that time instead of using uh instead of using more of the southern beat. Mm -hmm. And at the end, yeah, mm -hmm. they changed it to like more of a. Kalinga style or, or Bontok Boogie kind of uh, sound, you know? Mm -hmm, yeah, yeah, mixing yeah. mixing up different footworks that they've probably seen on YouTube, and then like um, mm -hmm. they're doing the they're doing the uh, closed Mountain Province style hands. So if you want to know a little bit about why you know the Mountain Province dances when we had the the, the woman had the hands closed, and like the old days, the woman would have like um like rice palai inside there or some type of offering that they have for the old people. And, you know, this would represent like pinions, right? So when they dance, they would have the offerings in their hands or they had tobacco or something like that. They dance with it. And to this day, people still do it, even though they don't have the offering in the hand, more like a symbolic offering, you know, but uh, that's, like that's the, here, the reason right. for that. What's that? Like right here? Yeah, like Just that part. You know, yes, like when, yes, yes. when you see all the when the mountain yes. when a lot of the mountain province folks dance, they they have the um the hands closed like this because usually in the old days there would be like an offering in the hand, like either a bit of tobacco or pot rice pot lie, because you then mm -hmm. you give it to the old people who are particularly the old people who are who are doing the prayers for your family or for the community, you know. Uh, mm. Mm. Yeah, I noticed the footwork. Like, yeah, you saw that? The kind of yeah. jumpy Kalinga style. So the uh, thing is, there are aspects of some of the dances around here that's just, it seems like there's quite, they're quite mishmashed. And 
Yeah. Yeah. But all right. I mean, like, it, I guess, I, in terms of entertainment, I guess you know, like, I for the stage, I guess you know, like, you know, positioning and all that stuff, aesthetics. Um, I guess those, all those things are needed. I, I, I guess you know, just depends on how you want to present it. If you want to present it more as some type of interpretive dance kind of thing, then yeah. If you're trying to present it as this is authentic, or this is closer to a traditional kind of community dancing that we do, then yeah, definitely different. Yeah. Right. But if if you look at there, it it says, uh, I mean, it's it, it just labels it as Igor dance. Oh. So yeah. you think about it, it's kind of like just a bringing together a mashup, a mash. It's it, it's a mashup actually. So it's yeah, it's yeah. like what. But pop music does to all other genres of music. <laughs> well, that's the thing. We don't know how they introduce this, right? If they introduce us as, as a interpretive dance or, or whatever. Um, right. We don't yeah, know that. Yeah, but yeah, the thing yeah. is, they've titled it as legit dances where, I mean, they have mm -hmm. some aspects, but I don't know. That's kind of yeah. Interesting. Hey, I do appreciate much. the effort. Because yeah. if you look at the the yeah. the the, yeah. the clothing itself, hey, that that looks right, you know. Um, I and and if and they come close to the right rhythms, you know, and and even you know how the rhythms evolve. It's like, oh, that's interesting. So you know, there there was some paying attention to stuff, even like that yeah. that that detail like that, you know. I mean that 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 you know, there's a paying attention of details, uh, in there that I thought, oh, okay, I could appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you have to also look into their uh, an interpretive dance background in terms of their training. So they necessarily have like an ego and lean on, right? So this is where you can and it but to, sorry, man, you're cutting in and out. out. Can you repeat that again, bro? Oh, like I said, some. Uh, 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 what I was saying was that, um, it, like, my assumption is that they have uh, the interpretive dance side. Um, so, and I, I, I don't think they have any. Sorry, you're still cutting out, but I oh, think man. we I understand what you mean. <laughs> um, like, I think we do, right? That, but yeah, the the only thing is, yeah, we're I all think, thinking the same thing. I think it just has to be clear that, you know, it, if it isn't um, uh, a traditional representation or, mm -hmm. or like, yeah, a representation of traditional dances, they should be clear about that. That I think that's that's all they need to do. Mm -hmm. um, and again, we don't know if now, they did or didn't. Now, to uh, get at if if I'm not cutting in and out is. Should they not do this? Should they stop doing these dances? Because I think in a few podcasts before, we I, I've mentioned that um, one of my friends or one of our friends is part of like this uh, Filipino cultural dance group, right? And mm. um, like, should they stop doing Igorot cultural dances? Now we can like go on and uh, c c um, communicate, or we can contact these people to not label them as Igor traditional dances or Filipino traditional dances. Because what we're seeing is interpretive dances, right? We can try to tell them to not do that, but should we tell them to 
stop doing these dances is the question. Mm. Uh, that's hard My to personal say. Cause... Feeling is... Yeah, go ahead. Uh, sorry. Um, yeah, because if if there's going to be a message like that, like who's it going to come from? Um, us? I mean, do we necessarily represent everybody in our culture? Like, it, it's going to be hard to, to say who um, that should come from. I don't know. Mm. Um, so sorry about that. Uh, totally cut off mid-conversation. Uh, I honestly don't know what um, where we stopped and what cut off for you guys. Um, so just I don't know. I think whatever points <laughs> you had uh, earlier, just uh, please repeat them because we should be working now. Okay. Edel, I think you had some. Um. <laughs> brain fart now. Totally, totally <laughs> no, forgot what I was saying. Oh. Uh, but the oh, go ahead. And he's frozen now. The main uh, is basically the last part I was saying was like, say if I were to make um, a dance video, and because I have no training in like break dancing, if I labeled it as break dancing, I would get called out. Now this is what we're trying. We're we're basically doing now. We're kind of like calling out. The, the dances that we are seeing that's wrong but at the same time too um, I think we all agree that um, the fact that they're showcasing this um, and they are labeling it as ego because I, I do genuinely believe that even though some people have like uh, very backward views on different cultures uh, there are people out there especially the ones that uh, are bringing out all these um, mediums where they do have an like an authentic uh, interest in the culture, and that's why they're showing it. Um, it's just a matter of mm. how their uh, education on that particular culture is, right? So uh, we like I, I think we all get frustrated, but like, and we voice this when people in universities they make all these like pan Filipino, like what you're saying, Jay, pan Filipino dances or cultural um, um, exhibitions. And it, it's it's it, it is frustrating to see that some of the aspects of it are, are wrong or misleading. But at the same time, it's it's also kind of a, like a good thing if we want to be more productive in, in in the discourse. It's a good thing that they're uh, showcasing it. That way, more people will know it. And even even Ryan mentioned like, yeah, this is where we like basically step up as a community, as a culture, as as a people to to. Not not call them out necessarily, but to 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 point out like what what the the truth is. But also for us to be in a good dialogue with with these people is to you know, to appreciate the fact that these things are out there. Because I mean, honestly, we can blame ourselves to 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 a point where it's like the reason why they're being showcased is because we're not you know we're not we're not really stepping up, and that's why we're here. That's why we're talking. Hmm. Um, I, I did just get a, a message from my cousin who's on who's watching us right now. He said uh, it was cutting in and out, and actually the video <laughs> stopped right after, um, right after the second video. So all the commenting oh. that we did right after the video, and it we uh, 
We missed out. Now, and I, can you think back about what? I, okay, oh, so Ido had his point, which was really good. Can you guys think back about what we were talking about? Like in, uh, I don't remember. Right <laughs> at, I think okay. I, I think I can remember some parts, and we were saying like um, there were different there were different aspects that were at least you can see that they tried to uh, become. Um, to to they wanted to show things that were a little bit closer to what they've seen in our dances. So we were talking about mm. the hands, like the clothes, like they were doing some of the closed hands, like this. And uh, in the old days, uh, the reason for this in the mountain province, when the women dance like this and have their arms out, is that they used to have an offering here, like tobacco or rice, or rice palai, and they hold it in their hand and they dance with it. And then those are the offerings that you're gonna, they're usually gonna give to the old people. And so, um, you know, they had that feature in their dance, and maybe they don't know why we do it, but they're doing it. And so at least they're making a greater effort than some have done in the past. So, yeah, this is like ten times better than what I've seen <laughs> before. Even though, yes, there's an argument of like how we label it, like authentic or interpretive dance, right? But mm -hmm. uh, again, I think what we were talking about before we got cut, uh, you know, what we were talking about when we were talking when we got cut off is that um, at least this dance group is making steps towards um, trying to make it, to add features that we actually do during our dances. And of course, you know, the, the tapes was, uh, was if from more from Ifugao, and then in the beginning they tried to use a little bit of the uh, the Ifugao style gangsa a little bit, and then they moved into mm -hmm. more of a kalinga. And then when they did the kalinga, actually they did start doing a little bit more of the jumpy steps that you'd see, although it's not quite the same. But you'd see you know more energetic jumpy steps when they when they when they switch the beat from a more uh, Kalinga style or even like Bontok Boogie kind of <laughs> feel to it. So, and I think you're mentioning this TJ that, uh, that again, that they're at least this dance trip is, you know, they're, they're making steps towards uh, trying to make it look more Igurut. And then, I don't know, maybe you can mention the whole pan Filipino thing. Sorry, Jay, go ahead. So, one of the things that a lot of the dance groups and college groups try to do is to try to, to help solidify or to put together uh, like this pan-Filipino identity. And and part of it is a lot of people are in search of, you know, their roots, who they are, where they come from. Uh, like first generations just always have like these questions that they ask, like, where do you come from? And, and who, who are your parents? And they're always trying to relate. But if you're born here uh, in outside of Philippines, uh, some of those questions don't come natural to you. And so developing that identity, these dance troops actually do have a value in terms of like trying to put together like a wide swath of our culture into something that 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 builds up our ethnic identity consciousness. But I mean, if you're saying, yeah, this stuff is authentic, yeah, maybe not. I really do appreciate like the dance, the, the dance troupe, and at least this particular dance troupe and, and their quest to try to get like authentic clothing, come close to the musicianship, 
that we have. I th those things are even some of the details, like the hand gesture details. That that I appreciate a lot. But I don't know if you could quite call it, you know, authentic adaptation. Yeah, yeah, you could definitely call it an adaptation. You could definitely call it an interpretation. Uh, you could definitely call it like something of of uh, of a mashup uh, put together uh, of 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 the dances. But yeah, authentic? No, probably not. But I do appreciate it. I do appreciate what its purpose is because essentially it's it's trying to help people build up their identity, their sense of who they are, and how these individuals who are participating how they'll how they share that with their own children. Because ultimately, when when we do leave our home countries and we go into a place like America or Canada or UK. Uh, well, obviously, we, we don't look like the native folks there. And so then we have to have <laughs> something to share uh, with, with them. And so this is what we do share. So the quest for being able to share something that is authentically who we are, I think that's important. Uh, but I still do appreciate what the efforts of what these guys are, are trying to do. They're trying to build a, a sense of pride, a sense of belonging, a sense of purpose and identity. Uh, in a place where generally you you feel like you know you you might be a a foreign stranger. So what then? What do you have to contribute to that place? And it's going to be about the knowledge of who you are and where you come from. And then that gets expanded because generationally, I don't think we're, we're any of us are migrating anywhere else. We're probably going to stay where in the place that we are, and our children are going to stay there. We're not going back to the Philippines for the most part. So then the importance of knowing this and being able to share that is, 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 is the weight of it is even more important. Uh, I think the, the, the most tragic thing, at least culturally wise, would be if we don't know anything and we can't teach anything. Uh, then that, 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 that becomes a little bit of a, of, uh, of a, of a shame because then you start taking in uh, the cultures that are around you and and but then the you know obviously we all look the part we should we should know a little bit of the part too so anyways that's that's my two cents on it good two cents um so a lot of this the last th three things um we were talking about uh were from what was cut off earlier and <laughs> so we're trying to repeat what we remembered and this was coming off the back of a uh, question that Edel posed, which I thought was really good. And the question was like, uh, I, I believe it was, should people who are doing these dances do them, even though they're not authentic? And for the most part, we came, we were kind of, we answered in a way that was saying like, well, I think, uh, Gerald, you said, you said basically that, who are, well, there's no one in our community that we can say has that kind of power, one, to tell who can do it and who can't. But I think we came to an agreement that, uh, you know, it would be nice if they could say that it was more like an interpretive dance for Igura, you know, versus, and be clear whether it's going to be authentic or not. And going on that, you know, because I think there are people who do watch these videos and who don't know much about us 
and if they're trying to learn about us and they see these videos, I mean, they'll be like, oh, that's authentic Igorot. And there are even Igorots who don't know much about their own culture as well. And then they look at this video and they say, oh, this must be our culture. <laughs> and then they copy the style and they take it and then they put it into what they're doing. So going back to that whole thing, it's like, ah, oh, even for our own people, we have to be careful with what we see. Um, you know, because not even even our own fellow Igorots, not everybody is fully knowledgeable, especially if their focus was not so much on the cultural aspect, but like education, if they were focused mainly just on education and trying to, you know, find a good job, then, you know, maybe some of them may have moved away and live in the city and they're more focused on trying to just, on practical needs, which is getting educated and finding a good job. So, you know, they didn't learn much about their own culture. And then they, when they, they go abroad and they see, oh, I, now they finally want to like kind of learn because now they're settled a little bit. They're comfortable. They have the money. They have the jobs. They're, they're, but the, the next thing going on, what you're saying, Jay, is that feeling of identity being away from the home culture. And then you go on YouTube and it says Igor dance. And I'm like, oh, this must be my culture. Let me, maybe this is it. Right. So, right. so maybe, may, maybe, I mean, and I think this is our, then our responsibility. We got to put up content uh, that would be useful for people and, and source it from, Hey, I mean, look, we're not the absolute authority. There's a lot of knowledge and wisdom and variation that's out there. But I think that part of our maybe responsibility to the global community is, is, is developing, you know, kind of content that can uh, create dialogues. Uh, and that could create a certain kind of discourse in terms of like um, like that that we've already understand about our culture mm. um, and I and I think that you know I was looking at my my collection my library collection I got like 10,000 videos on this this iPhone man and uh, that's a <laughs> lot of videos actually I mean mostly of my kids but but check this out <laughs> Um, I do have like uh, videos of like us doing some dances, it, it like uh, over the years on this, and uh, I'm like, oh, yeah, how come I never published that? Uh, or maybe I've only done clips because you know, before you know, on Facebook, you could only do a certain amount of time before in these older clips, so now, now it looks like I could probably put the whole thing on there and uh. And do that. <laughs> so um, I think that we all have them, and I think that we could use it as a way of teaching tools, especially when when it's done well. Now, I know that sometimes, I mean, these are almost all practice videos. We're all in civilian-looking clothing, you know, modern clothing. We're not, and we're just playing with the gongs and maybe dancing a little bit. But that's the stuff that actually, authentically, we do at home, or that's what we should be doing at home, mm-hmm. especially if you have access to the gongs, the instrumentation then then go ahead and play you should play and, and the thing is is that you should play with others that's actually the best part of it we should play mm-hmm. whenever we have the opportunity to and so um i highly encourage that to any of our groups that are out there uh, go ahead and play teach your children how to play it's actually kind of fun so my son graduated eighth 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 grade and on the day that he graduated uh, my son and I, uh, like in the evening after all of the things were done, we, we played Balang Bang. 
and we just played it, you know, with a steady, you know, a call and response beat. And it was nice. I didn't record it. I should have recorded it, actually. But uh, <laughs> it was nice to, 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 to hear, to, to put that out there. But we also did that for Memorial Day. We did an unanit it. During Memorial Day, uh, remembering all of, of 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 those who had served and and lost their lives or uh, in 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 the service of of this of of the United States, this country, and the idea of being together, and so we did we did also play that too, and we were able to do that uh, before the sun set, and so it was a nice way of just doing it. But it's just my son and I playing uh, on on the gong. So if we have the opportunity to do that. And he was out there. Hey, yeah, why not? Now I do know one of the issues that we have is access. Not every family has uh, our instrumentation, so it's not like you could you you can just pick this up. But if there are people willing to let you borrow it, there there are certain families who have like multiple sets, like kind of like my family. Um, if we have multiple sets of these things, so we do we have let in the past, like uh, um, you know, family friends borrow our. our uh, certain sets of gongs uh, for them for them to use and and i think that's just a way of sharing you know our, our culture with each other and sharing what we have uh, sharing who we are but yeah i encourage if you ever have a chance to go to the philippines make an order for some of these things i know they're quite expensive you don't have to get a full set of nine or or, or seven get get a get a set of two or three you know um they do cost a lot but i think it's well worth the investment out there if yeah, if we have the opportunity uh, to play, and if someone has a smelter and has access to you know to the the you know the kind of bells that <laughs> that the, the the bell making material, let us know. I'm actually quite curious if someone has an That's access my next to home that. Project, man. Awesome. <laughs> That's my next home project. I've been watching a lot of this, like uh, you know these forge and fire, but all I can think about it's other the than the blue, yeah, smithing. I've been watching a lot about that, but the thing that gets me is like, man, if I could make my own knife i'll definitely be able to make my own gongs too you know and <laughs> you know my whole thing is like there are certain tunings that i, I want to create you know and and uh man I'd, I'd love to be able to do that but you got to get the raw material too and that's that's always difficult <laughs> but what, um, what is the material generally do you do you have a do you know a formula of the not material? The, uh, not the formula i just yes um the different the different things that i've seen that uh that have sounded good are a combination of it's like copper and brass yeah. copper and brass and then like um some people will put in the old the old ones a little bit of gold yeah mm. it can't be like just all gold because then it'll just dent out right but a little bit of gold adds that that weight to it along with uh uh man because there's a set my father-in-law has that's just super heavy and there's a little bit of gold in it and it's like but when you hit that thing especially for the the, the purposes of um the sound in in the mountain province area i guess it, like when you when you ring it it goes long and far it's like boom it just keeps on going you know and that's that's what like a good combination of different metals will do I've also seen uh, a little bit of silver as well, and that sounds really good, like the the combination, and um, and depending on like how the gangsa is going to be used, like for the kick, for example, the suno, you kind of want more of a, a sound that has a crashing to it, mm -hmm. and same with an if, ifugao, like 
they the the tobob, which is the hand, uh, the hand when they do the hand uh, drum or the hand gongsa, the hand gong, uh, you want like it to be a little bit thin on thinner on the top than you would like in the kalinga gongs or the the bontok gongs for like patong or and balangbang and stuff. You want it to be thin so that when you hit it, it the vibration makes this like boom boom. It just like makes this. Uh, this uh, really bouncy sound. So, like, every gong is a little bit different for cert certain functions. Oh, man, I'd love to be able to make my own. <laughs> but that's... There's, there's this guy who... Um, this, I think he's Canadian. And I think he's... I forgot what his channel is called. Uh, it's like being Becoming Filipino. And he went up to the mountains. Oh, and guy. he met... Yeah, he there's a whole thing. You know, while he's up in the mountain... Uh, in, in the Cordillera, and he met one of the uh, the gongsmiths. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, you got to check out that episode. And I was like, uh, they were trying to teach him how to play and everything like that. And, yeah, you know, but like, even cool. if you don't have a gong, if you don't have a proper gong, there is a way to play. So that guy was using like um, in the video, he was using uh, uh, what was it, porcelain? But if you can even find like anything that has. Um, a ringing sound you can you can yeah, still resonance. yeah a little bit of resonance the the most important thing to learn is how to strike it and mute the sound like let right. the make this one doesn't do it but like I, I had a mixing bowl i did a video a long time ago for some of the uh young folks who, who wanted to learn and and they they were telling me I, I, we don't have gongs at home to keep on practicing i said you don't need a gong so i got this mixing bowl and and this mix it was a um I think it's aluminum or stainless steel. I think it's stainless steel. And you can still create the sound. And if you have a little stick, the most important thing in learning is how to articulate the gangsa. So like when he, I, I, I showed the video where you, you practice how to ring it. So you make it go dung, dung, dung. But then <coughs> the next part you do is learn how to mute the sound that's rung out with the tip of the stick. So it'll be like dung, dung. So you learn how to uh, articulate the gong. If you can do that, it doesn't matter what you use for practice. When you get to the real gong, it'll be a lot easier to transition. What anyway, you're saying definitely. is the, the guy using the, the porcelain bowl, he was just practicing. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the porcelain bowl doesn't quite have the... Uh, yeah, it doesn't have the resonance. It has to resonate a little bit more. That's why, like the mixing, the the stainless steel mixing bowl actually works pretty good. Even some yeah, pans. Yeah, I've seen that. They they've definitely done that. Last when I was in Ifugao, uh, when we were out there, uh, someone had stolen the uh, uh, some some of their big gongs. So the the actual when we were we were doing the dances, uh, we someone got a giant like uh, mixing bowl. So. Yeah, that's what was it, it's a wash basin, right? <laughs> it, it, was it was a wash basin. That they used for the rice and everything. So, I mean, it, 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 they were using it. I mean, it sounded like the real thing to me. Uh, the, a couple of other alternatives that might sound similar. Zildjian makes a, an actual brass gong. Um, and sometimes you see it on sale on Guitar Center or something like that for about uh, somewhere between uh, 60 to $120. And that thing is actually... When I played it before, it's heavy and it has that. It has a very similar sound. You just have to. You have to get a good stick though, a stick that has like a hardwood weight into it. 
And when you do that, it'll articulate, and then you you cover it up with just a little bit of 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 like like the inner, uh, inner tube bicycle tube tire, uh, the uh, the bicycle tire tube. Yeah, bicycle tube, inner tube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the inner tube, and and, and if you, you it it plays a good sound. It, it actually it, it and the other cheaper alternative is get a singing bowl because it has a very similar kind of material that it, our gongs are made out of and that that could articulate pretty well not not to the same resonance or, uh, or the same length but it does have that kind of thing that oh yeah i can hear it in there and and those are ways to practice it uh, again folks is- this is if you don't have your own set or you don't have people around you who have a set <laughs> yeah yeah um but definitely i, I believe zildjian which is a you know, it's made in Turkey, Istanbul, Turkey, I think, and uh, they make they make a set. And I forgot, there's another company, German company called Meinl, that might do the. Oh same yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Oh, drumming, drumming companies and stuff. Yeah, they're all drumming companies, but they make kind of like these, you know, Asian style gongs that are actually good, pretty good sounding. It has the, it doesn't have the de- the deepness, but if you see it, yeah, it, it could come kind of close. Uh, to what you're looking for, and that's the best alternative. At least the material there uh, that ha- is is the kind of material that our gongs would be made out of. Nice, uh, Jay. Can you turn up your gain a little bit? Oh, sorry, I put it down because my kids uh, were here. <laughs> there you and go. They were. They okay, were that's making... pretty loud. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, Turn it up for you. All right, should, should we go on to the next video? Well, uh, let's do like it. The, see it. The stream health is good. <laughs> so um, I'm going to change it up a little bit from what I had initially planned. So um, here we go. We're 